Welcome to The Teacher's Loop. I'm Shasta Looper, founder of The Teacher's Loop. I started this little space as an outlet to share the crazy loop most, if not all, teachers experience on a daily basis. From the highs to the lows to the drops out of nowhere that seem to take your breath away at a moment's notice and everything in between, teaching is quite the roller coaster ride. Join me here in this small space for a peek into the world as an educator. I've been on this ride for 19 years and I don't foresee myself hopping off anytime soon. From time to time, I'll ask a friend to join me, more than likely from my EdCamp Greenville group. Together, we will share insight and experiences because there's one thing I've learned on this journey, you can't go it alone and it sure is a lot more fun with friends. If you enjoy the Teacher's Loop podcast, you can also connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at Shasta Looper. You can also connect to my blog space by heading to www.theteachersloop.wordpress.com. joining me for another episode of the Teacher's Loop. Today we are talking about a topic that um, is near and dear to my heart and it is something I am still learning how to do and that is giving yourself permission to say no. Uh, It is really difficult for me to say no especially to something professionally because I want to be involved in everything Um, And so I have really had to learn over the last several years that saying no is not necessarily a negative thing. Sometimes you need to do that to protect your own sanity and to show family members and friends that they really do have a place in your life that is not as far down the ladder as they think. So today we're going to talk about, um, number one, how we recognize those signs of being overwhelmed and what we can do about those. And then I'm going to give you some of the tips I've learned over the last few years that kind of help me prioritize my time. I'm still learning and I am not an expert in this area at all, but I do think that there are more than just me that suffer from saying yes to everything and then looking at your calendar and thinking, oh my goodness, how do I get out of all of these commitments? I'm sure I'm not the only one that has thought about that. And sometimes we even come up with really lame excuses to get out of an event that we are not particularly looking forward to. My friend Sloan over at uh, the podcast Greater Is In Me was just talking today about setting healthy boundaries for yourself and how important that is. And I think saying no and giving yourself permission to say no is one step in setting a healthy boundary to making you a better person and in turn a better educator. I would like to tell you that early in my career, I recognized this and was able to fix it, but that is not the truth. But I will say that over the last three years, I really have tried to work on saying no to things. Um, I laugh when I talk to colleagues about all of the things that we are involved in, and I tell people that I suffer from the disease of do all the things, because I really do want to do all the things. I absolutely love being an educator and working with kids and sharing with other teachers and empowering them, but sometimes I need to admit that I need to say no, because if I say yes to everything, then I'm also saying no to other things. And those things may be things I need to be doing. For example, like right now, I'm saying yes to a podcast instead of cleaning my house. So we all need help doing some prioritizing. Um, 
I have learned recently that a full plate doesn't always make you feel good. My husband and I love to go out to eat and some of the restaurants that we go to serve just huge amounts of food and you really think gosh I'm getting such a good value for my money but if you sit there and you eat everything you feel absolutely terrible when you get up from the table and I think that's a feeling that many of us myself included feel when we commit to so many things and then we leave those commitments or we finish with those commitments we may not necessarily feel good. We might feel relieved that we got this one over with. And that feeling of, okay, finally got one finished, is not the feeling I want to leave with when I have fully committed to something. I want to feel an event or something that I have committed to, feeling excited and empowered myself that I have done something that I feel passionately about. So. One of the things that I have learned to do, and I am still learning to do, is to prior, prioritize my time. Um, and that means all of my time with my family on the weekends, with friends after school, my planning time, everything, every space of time, I really need to look at my priorities. Um, and I really need to think about what comes first for me. So if you were to look in my calendar, does my calendar really reflect my top priorities. I would venture to say that my calendar probably reflects that my job is my top priority. And while there are days when I am super proud that that is the case, there are also times where my job doesn't need to be my top priority. I need to learn how to put my profession aside and spend time with those who matter in my own personal family, my husband included. There are many times over the last 19 years that my husband has um, not received the attention that he has deserved because I have been working on school stuff on the weekends. So this year I have made a more conscious effort to not work quite as hard on school things over the weekend and to work harder during the week during my planning period. Those of you that are elementary teachers, you know sometimes that's difficult because our planning periods are not every day and they're not for very long. So using your planning time is critically important and it's something that I am working on. So just take a look at your calendar and look and see what is your top priority according to the way you spend your time. The second thing I do when I am approached by anyone asking me to commit to something outside of school hours, I really think about is this event something I am going to enjoy. Perfect example is one year I sat on almost every single committee that my school had to offer because I had had a reputation of doing everything. And so it was really easy for people to come to me and say, oh, we want you to serve on the technology committee. We want you to serve on the literacy committee. Would you also work in our after school program? Would you tutor students? And that was at a time in my career where I didn't say no to anything. And I found myself feeling so depleted because I did not have any time for myself to take care of me. I was so busy taking care of everyone else that I became forgotten. So really thinking and reflecting on, is this something I will completely enjoy? If it's something you will enjoy and there is some benefit for you to be involved with it, by all means, say yes. But if it's not, give yourself permission to say no. It's not going to be easy to say no. I can attest to this firsthand. Um, I have been trying to 
resign from something for about three months now and I keep getting brought back into the communication loop and so I am continually trying to say no to something that others don't want me to say no to necessarily. So it may not be really easy. So one of the things that you can do is you can practice saying no to small things first. Um, What are the little things that you are involved in that you could back away from? Or what are the little tasks or requests that people are asking you to be a part of that make it easy to say no? Like, is someone asking you to be a part of Girls on the Run at school? and you hate to run, well, that would be really easy to say no to. Or is someone asking you to go eat at a restaurant and um, you really don't have time, you need to make a dentist appointment. So think about the small things in your calendar that you can say no to more easily. Big events are a little bit harder or bigger requests are more difficult. But remember, you need to protect time for yourself and for your family. The last thing that I really um, have been trying to do, and I kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier, is really prioritizing my calendar. So I am putting my top priorities in my calendar first. For example, I am in the middle of working on my national board renewal certification right now. That will be over the end of April, but I know right now my top priority above all else is my national board work. So I have already gone in and I have scheduled intentional time in my calendar so I can't overbook myself. Every Saturday and Sunday, I will be at the library writing and doing all the things involved in national boards. And so I have protected that time already. I know it's a priority. If you have meetings that um, you are passionate about or committee work or um, time with your family, put it in your calendar so you already have it set and you don't have to plan anything on top of that. And when it comes time, if someone asks you to do something, you can open your calendar and go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm already committed. By prioritizing my calendar, I am already saying no to things that people ask me to say no, um, ask me to be a part of. And that has been really important in my career over the last couple of years. Stepping back into the classroom this year, saying no has been difficult. And then as I look through the future with National Board Renewal, I start my PhD in the fall, I know that I have to be intentional in saying yes and in saying no. So I wanna leave you with one last thought. Saying no does not make you a less dedicated educator or a less dedicated person. What it does is it protects you from the feeling of being overwhelmed and undue stress that you've put upon yourself. So I know when I am feeling overwhelmed, and many of you already know those feelings of overwhelmedness. I know that when I come home from work and I am seeking the comfort of a nap, I've probably overbooked myself. This last, I would say two weeks, has been one of those moments for me my husband's family we have an illness that is happening and we are the niece and the nephew and we have been helping to take care of some pretty important items and because my school is right around the corner from the hospital I have been visiting this family member every day and when I get home I am absolutely exhausted and so give yourself permission to say no so you can 
say yes to others. Had my calendar been completely booked up over the last two weeks, I would not have been able to say yes to taking care of a family member. Um, And I think that's important. Save space in your life for those who matter most to you. So we're going to end this episode today with just that thought of reflection. Just remember that just because your plate is full doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to feel good after you eat it. So take a moment, listen to the tips again, and figure out what are the things you can say no to today and what are the things you can say yes to. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please feel free to share it with your friends and family. We are available on iTunes and on Spotify, as well as the Anchor FM app. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Teacher's Loop. I look forward to hearing your comments and joining you again for another episode of the Teacher's Loop. Don't forget, connect with me on Twitter and Instagram. My username is at Shasta Looper. See you again real soon. Thank you.